Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one sparkling page of Talmud every day. And in today's pages, the years 60 and 61, we get a little delightful nugget of really thinking and honoring your parents. Have a listen. Rather, this mitzvah of Nazariteship applies to one who is warned concerning the honor of his father. And as the mitzvah to honor one's father does not apply to a Gentile, it is as though he has no father. Oh. The Gemara asks, is it written, honor your father in the context of a Nazarite? What is the connection between these two issues? Rather, the verse states, with regard to a Nazarite, for his father or for his mother, for his brother or for his sister, he shall not defile himself. Numbers 6, 7. And it should be understood as referring to one who has the potential to become ritually impure. Now, this is a complicated bit containing multitudes. And when such bits occur, when light is needed, when wisdom is called for, when people are yearning for a deeper meaning, you know who you're going to call, the one and only, my dear friend and teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin, how are you? Leah, what an absolute joy to be speaking with you today. And I thought in this little passage over here, it's so interesting because it's kind of jarring that it makes it seem like only Jews have to respect their parents. Uh, do we think for a moment that outside of the Jewish community, you're allowed to just, you know, uh, splash your water back in your parents' face and, and curse at them and talk negatively? And of course, that is not the case. Even within the Jewish tradition, we appreciate the fact that there is a religious notion that anyone needs to respect and show appreciation, what's known as hakaras hatov, basic appreciation and essential dignity to one's parents, and that is across the board. But there is a unique relationship to parenthood that exists within Judaism, and I think you see it very starkly when it comes to the rituals of mourning. It's something very strange, and I know many people who have really struggled with this, and that's the fact that when it comes to mourning, when God forbid somebody loses a parent versus losing a child, you sit in mourning for an entire year for a parent, and you only sit in mourning for a month if God forbid, no one should know from this, but God forbid someone loses a child. And people find it very strange, like why is mourning longer for a parent? That's something more natural for a parent to predecease you. And this was actually the topic of a conversation at a very famous Shiva home when Rabbi Soloveitchik was sitting Shiva for his mother, another very gifted and famous rabbi named Rav Yitzchak Kutner, who is a rabbi in Chaim, Berlin, came in to pay a Shiva call, and this was the topic of conversation. And the answer that they both kind of discussed together was the fact that the relationship to a parent, it goes far beyond the familial appreciation or even the familial connection. The relationship within the Jewish community that you have to a parent is unique because they are your link, bringing you back to the larger Mesorah, the larger tradition of Judaism, and linking you back to Sinai. 
And that expresses itself both in terms of mourning. When you mourn for a parent, you're not just mourning the loss of somebody who you were very close to, who you loved, but you are mourning, so to speak, the loss of your connection to the grand narrative of the Jewish people, anchoring you among the Jewish people. And that is why there is such an emphasis. It is one of the Ten Commandments to honor one's parent. It goes far beyond the basic appreciation of you know your parents helping you out and buying you toys and maybe helping you with college, etc., etc. That is all the basic appreciation that exists both inside and outside of the Jewish community that I hope everyone has parents who they are able and have reasons to show appreciation for. But there is something far more essential and fundamental where the parents are the bridge. Literally, if you look at the two columns of the Ten Commandments, they are the bridge between the commandments that link us to God and the commandments that link us to our fellow Jews because our parents are the anchor and showing appreciation to our parents is actually honoring the very tradition and the peoplehood that we have connecting us to Amcha Yisroel, the grand narrative of the Jewish people. Okay, I have to uh, I have to run now. Uh, I have to call my mother. <laughs> Rabbi David Meshevkin, thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmucha, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.